Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Beer Ladies Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood, Bean, together with Carolyn and Katie. We are on all the, we're on the Twitters at Beer Ladies Pod and all the Insta face tubes at Beer Ladies Podcast. And we have a website. So you can come on over and see what the story is. And we're, we're making it better. So it, it'll be even better. Right. So this one, we're just three gals sitting around making each other hungry and maybe occasionally swearing. This one is for the lulls. No doom scrolling, no reminders of inequities and evils, just pure tasting theory and notes. And we're going to be talking about like umami and sweet and bitter and all the, all the tastes and maybe how to pair them. So will I start with what you drinking? Um, what you drinking, girls? I'm drinking a watermelon wheat from Galway. You're, sorry, Galveston Bay. Sorry. I am drinking I was a like, wheat from Galveston Bay. I was thinking Murray. you can get Galway Bay stuff in, in Texas. <laughs> no. In your suitcase. I, in my suitcase. But sorry, guys. Galveston Bay. Um, that is on the coast of Texas, and it's about an hour south of Houston, and it's in the Gulf of Mexico, and the beach is not pretty, but if you want a beach, it's there. That's awesome. That's coast to coast. And I'd say oh, Galveston. Nice color. Yeah. And it's pretty, Very, yeah. Um... And it tastes like watermelon. This is my first taste. Mm-hmm. Um but it's not too overpowering because I feel like some watermelon things are hit or miss. And this one's pretty good. And it's a wheat beer. So no Shouts complaints. Out to Galveston, nice. the other bay. And I reckon that Galveston Bay is going to be a tad warmer than Galway Bay. You know? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, have, what have you got, Katie? So I have a Loop Head Pilsner. That's a sweet beer. Um, it's nice. And I want to draw your attention to the lighthouse on the can because I actually grew up uh, about a mile away from that very lighthouse. No way. That's crazy. Yeah. So it was my birthday during the week. Um, and I am now the answer to 
life, all the questions and the universe and everything. I won't tell you what age I am, but you can figure it out. <laughs> and I got packages. Uh, I got two different packages of loop head beer from my sisters. I have sisters in loop head and then I have other siblings in Australia. And they both sent me um, some of this beer so I could have a little bit of home. And I even got a, a glass. So I have the proper glassware for my beer. That's um, very awesome. I know. And it's a it's a lovely Pilsner. I actually really like this. Oh, that's great. Well, many happy returns. Thank you. And that is a gorgeous beer. And now you'll have to keep the can, I guess, for the art and for the lighthouse on, on well, the label. I think I'm going to, yeah, I think if I soak it, maybe it'll come off and I can. Oh, I can... no, they just peel off. Oh, they just peel off? You just have to be gentle. You just have to go kind of um, oh, they slowly. Do. They absolutely do. I, I am also, we should say, this is Western Herd. In... Oh, yeah, sorry. This is Western Herd. In Kilmaley is where their breweries and they have a, a brew pub in, uh, in Ennis, which is currently closed. So almost to Galway Bay. <laughs> yeah, much closer than Galveston. <laughs> yeah, a little yes, bit. Much a little bit closer. closer than Texas. <laughs> and I do actually love, they have amazing artwork on their like they, they have one coming out flora and fauna and the can the the, the design is amazing mm. so yeah I'm I'm a huge <laughs> I'm a huge fan the um a lot of those western herd cans are just very simple and they've often got like an outline of the coast in one color on a white background and then they'll list the hops which is very nice and then they I think they've water from their farm yeah um, it uh, says water you know. from our farm so this one has hops sass and pearl and then the malt is pilsner malt and it's lager yeast i do like a little bit of information yeah know, like right? on the back of this can it like gives you information and then it gives you like a little graph of like what the color and the mm. flavor and I, what's the other one and the balance is supposed to be on the beer yeah i don't know Fair dues, actually, Carolyn. You keep picking out very thoughtful beers that have like, like, I a, like quite that. a story to the brewery. And I, the I don't pick item. it because it has that, but like it just says, like, yeah, I just like that it gives a little bit of information on the can about the beer. Like, I don't know. Breweries, yeah. we like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we like do. information on cans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unapologetically having a white hag brand in Scotland because I love this recipe. I just love this recipe. I don't care who knows it. And uh, it's, you know, it's just, there nice you go. in your white hag. Uh, yeah. Sure. yeah we are doing so well for the glassware matching our, we are doing our, so well for our the beer. I have another brewery. Cheers. Well, so I'm, I'm going to cover it up. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. So you're, Oh, Why, it's a Guinness. True. Is it? No, no. it's a, uh... Will we, a... hold, will we hold them in cheers for anybody watching on YouTube, which you can totally come and do and see our faces. We're all uh, happily drinking beers over here. But yeah. you can also be wandering around in a park, which is totally cool. Yeah, I was listening to the Prohibition one um, while I was out power washing. I know, sorry, that's a very evil practice. It's not very good for the environment. But I'm going to get you when I get to ah! water ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> While I was power washing away, listening to prohibitions, really, it's it's great to just while away to yes, listen to. Yeah. yeah, we're for company. Mm, definitely. So, um, not, not that I want to be 
wanting all of the things. But Katie, what did you find out about uh, pairing beer and other flavors? I found I found there's lots of interesting stuff out there. So we can there. salivate as we power wash. And and I just think that women are superior to men well, when really? to tasting yeah well <laughs> is there research behind this there is a study by yale university have identified oh, okay. that women have physically more taste buds on their tongue than men goodness there you go and uh 35 of women are super tasters right whereas 15 only 15 percent of men are super tasters is that so, why life is so bitter what <laughs> Oh, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's also other research and the, this, the other research goes back to like the 60s that a women, women perceive like sweet and bitter tastes differently as they go through their menstrual cycle. Mm. So when you're estrogen high, uh, which is before you menstruate, um, you, you taste sweet better. So it tastes nicer. And then once you're progesterone high, which is after you menstruate, uh, you enjoy bitter tastes or you, mm. you perceive bitter tastes more. You which need to um, like remineralize or something after you've gotten it makes rid of all sense, that though. iron it makes in sense. your blood? Or... Yeah. No, so so the, the craving of, I suppose, the sweet carbs and stuff mm. is because we it tastes nicer at certain times of the month. Isn't that crazy? Things certainly feel different at different times that of makes the month. Sense, I am though. not going to. Yeah not gonna dicker about that one <laughs> at all yeah I found that I've and and the fact that they had done this research back in back in the 60s they they took samples from a group of women over the space of nine weeks and they collected saliva and blood and they monitored it so they were able to yeah I so it was a very it was a very like intense research it wasn't yeah it wasn't like airy fairy um so yeah. not not that there's anything wrong with social sciences and stuff like no, that. But no, there's nothing wrong with sweet things. Scientific. But like they actually like took blood, saliva, so that, that yeah. that's very interesting that they did that. <laughs> I found it really interesting. <laughs> um there's a another study that I, I was looking at this paper and um they very intelligently, I thought, tested about champagne and oysters. And I thought that's a very intelligent paper. I need to seek some funding so that I can do that research too. I think we need to delve into this. Yeah, what did they well, say about champagne and oysters? Before really you let it out. If you want to do your research, maybe not this year, but next year, May Bank Holiday weekend, in Loop Head, every year there is a champagne and oyster festival. Oh, that so there, sounds great. That's where you can do your study next. I, Go back. I think, yeah, we need funding. We need to get to the bottom of this like, yeah. very quickly. They um, they decided that uh, one of the reasons that you got more umami maybe in an older champagne was it had sat on the yeast on the lees a bit longer and maybe absorbed more uh, more things. So the takeaway was we we need a better champagne and. <laughs> This, this tickled my my fancy a great deal because um, there were pie charts with umami about kind of five minutes of the, the clock face. Like if you're not, if you're out walking or you're, you're pressure washing, you just kind of imagine a clock face and about five minutes 
of an oyster or a glass of good champagne was like umami flavor uh, or you know sense feeling and then about 10 to 15 minutes of of the clock of the pie chart was like bitter and then there is sort of I don't know three quarters of an hour or indeed a pie chart left to sweet which you don't always think of like oysters as sweet they're kind of like minerally and stuff but of the available um amino acids that you could taste and and sense a lot of that was was sweet so i would never have associated oysters with with sweetness some are sweeter i would have never thought that like after 20 minutes it would become sweet like the taste in your mouth would be sweet oh i mean i was just trying to describe a pie chart in terms of well yeah it's in the, de- oh, the degrees, okay. the amount of the pie. Oh, yeah. I was trying to find a way of describing <laughs> a pie chart to a person who was out on a walk, who was listening and, and can't see me. I so I was holding up my, and oh, it's this God. much of the pie chart. Got it. Okay. Yes, yeah, I got it. <laughs> it's like 15 minutes is like a quarter. And <laughs> oh, Anyways, I have a, nice. I have a story about. Sorry, that one went like right over my head. <laughs> How about well, a point? That's only because I'm unintelligible. Go on, Katie. I have a story. At, at this uh, Champagne and Oyster Festival in Carrigaholt in County Clare, um, many years ago, uh, my son was christened on the Maybank holiday weekend. And the night before, myself and my husband and my sister and his brother all went to the festival. They were the godparents. And uh, my sister doesn't like seafood. Um mm. Yeah, was, was I'm also, I don't like, like seafood I can either. understand sometimes there's hmm. too much what my friend calls scuttle. Too much scuttle. I don't like seafood. I don't we, like the texture. We convinced yeah, her to try an oyster because mm-hmm. I quite like oysters. And uh, so there were platters just left on the on the tables in the in the pub we were in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she she tried one and it, she just got she did not like the taste or the flavor. So she spat it back out onto the oyster shell mm-hmm. and uh, went to the bathroom mm-hmm. to wash her mouth out with soap and water or whatever you do. <laughs> and uh, when she came back, she was going to put it in the bin and the oyster had been eaten by somebody else. <laughs> well, waste not. So, not. so be <laughs> careful where your oyster has been. Okay. Oh. Isn't that we were like, oh, my good God. Oh. But anyway. So uh, if we're not into oysters, there's always... Pizza. Cheese. Oh, cheese, yeah. And cheese, pizza and cheese. I mean, I feel like bacon. But yeah, there's always cheese. What what are, a... your, what are your favorite things to to have with a a beer or what are your favorite things to favorite beers to have with the things favorite Anything? Yeah. Jeez. I love pizza and beer and I find it hard to have a pizza without yeah. having a beer. Mm. yeah I can have a beer without a pizza fine but if I'm having a pizza I really like having a beer with it mm. and the so, beers I would drink would probably be like a pills or a an IPA I think mm. so I found of... this chart craft beer and pizza guide and they're saying with just like a classic cheese you should drink an American amber lager or a Belgian style pilsner and then with like a heavy meat lovers, you should drink an American pale ale or an American brown ale. Those so. all sound delicious and I want them all. And 
I uh, found a study based in Mexico where they had three different levels of pizza spiciness mm-hmm. and they compared it with lager, ale and stout. And what they pair. Uh, what they pair. So they found this was based on people's preferences rather than it's rather than being very scientific. And they found that not as many people enjoyed the stout with the pizza, but stout the people who did like the stout, more people enjoyed it with the very spicy pizza. Mm. So that was the biggest difference across the spicinesses was the stout. I wonder why. That's pretty cool. Well, I love a stout, but yeah, I would probably look for something a little more like that would slice through the oiliness of the kind of pepperoni and cheese and like whatever was on the pizza. Because I want a little bit of like crisp to cut through, or at least that would be my thinking although of course you're you're dead right it's all kind of the flavors that we love or the flavors that we learn like they're enculturated and they're they're based on like our time and place and when we were growing up and adjusting to flavors and like yeah it's what we love don't don't try and like pair something with oysters if you hate oysters then you're gonna hate the whole thing exactly I don't know why I'm hating on oysters but (laughs) because we were just talking about them I, I'm learning. Yeah, I'm learning to love them. And like olives, learn to I, love them. I haven't I would, learned how to love an olive yet. Mm. I want to, but I can't do olive it. Love them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think, like olives either. I like, um, do you like them on pizza? No. No. Sardines? Yeah, I like sardines. I can handle anchovies on pizza. Hmm. Yeah, I think and also like so there's there's such a thing as like too salty or too bitter, just things that are out of balance for your palate preferences that you've learned in your place and time yeah. too. Yeah. Like, I think in yeah. my my palate does not like sour flavors. Like I don't like fizzy cola bottles and mm. I don't like sour beers. Mm. I yeah, I, I like them. I and sometimes maybe maybe there's like before your period where you're like oh give me all the fizzy cola and then after you're like I cannot actually I can't I can't look at a fizzy cola bottle I couldn't um so uh yeah I found this interesting thing it's called beer and barbecue and it says with like a pulled pork you should drink a porter or stout because it like the the roastiness of the dark porter and stout complement the pulled pork for a brief a beef a brief a beef bisque a, a beef brisket you should drink an amber ale because it's like more caramely and like it's bold enough for the fatty beef mm-hmm. and the burnt ends of the brisket and then for chicken and turkey you should do like a hazy cloudy a hoppy ipa beer because like the tropical juicy sweetness total complements the birds so that's a little that's interesting that like people are pairing having certain beers that they like with um barbecue because that's big in texas <laughs> i so much want barbecue I would, I love stout and I would totally have a stout with. It makes like, sense though. Like a kind why of more you would dry, choose a minerally stout one. with a pulled pork. 
or mm. uh, like pork in general, I guess. Mm. I had a wonderful red ale with a with a curry, and like it was fantastic. I don't know what the deal was, but yeah. Oh, that was beautiful, and and I love uh, like a poutine or a real like cheesy plate of chips with like a super hoppy IPA. I just think life can't get too much better. Oh yeah. Like, sounds good. And I don't really care. Probably would be like hazy IPA with like a really good, great big dirty poutine, you know, but um, I've never I, had I a don't poutine. Mind, I don't mind if it's hazy or not like cheese curds whatever you know curry chips or gravy or whatever whatever's going on there all the cheese basically all the salts going on in my imagination I found another paper um it was Italian food and beer pairing and they found that foods that don't pair well are things like vegetable soup seafood salad and spaghetti Mm. really spaghetti yeah it was spaghetti and tomato Mm. sauce Oh, yeah. I guess that goes better with what, like a wine? Possibly. Yeah, wine would be nice with that. Yeah, and the best ones were pizza, barbecue. Mm. Naturally yeah, that enough. That makes sense, though. And burgers, obviously, because, yeah. like, mm. I guess the more heartier stuff, I don't know. Mm. But I think that, like, a nice coffee stout goes well with, like, maybe a chocolate cake or. A dessert or yeah yeah i feel like with the dessert complimentary thing going on hmm. Sorry. yeah i feel like with the dessert you want something like that'll complement it well yeah. mm. like coffee or like some coffee or chocolate or all that sweet stuff just like death by chocolate yeah, yeah. embrace it all as opposed to that like kind of opposites of the color wheel um way of yeah tasting. what what stout didn't we have like the s'more stout and we were talking about like how mm. that would be good with like a good like chocolate oh, cake totally or something were. i think i remember us talking about that on a previous episode we were like oh, we, we were trying the stout hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we were like, this would be good, like with a good dessert. I don't know. I just remember Wicklow Wolf. That's what it was. The mm-hmm. s'mores. Yeah, yeah. Another time <laughs> the ladies were making each other just hungry on a podcast. Beautiful. Wow. We should have a warning. Please order pizza and beer before you. We really should. Well, yeah. Whatever beer... about the swears, we need to tell people. <laughs> like, get yourself a pizza before this. Like drinking and food just go together. Like, mm. just in general, like it's a social activity. Let's go have a drink and eat dinner. Like, so it's kind of like a. I don't want to say it's a cultural thing because it's worldwide. Everybody goes and eats food and drinks beer and that's that's how we find ways to socialize i think yeah. is we're like oh, hey no. you gotta go get totally. food and have a drink yeah and it doesn't like, matter yes. where in the world you are you can always yeah find the, it's a worldwide thing yeah i don't know that's that's what i always enjoy is like going somewhere trying food trying different beers that i might not have with the food i don't know it's an experience. Oh, that's what I miss. I just can't wait till everyone is is vaccinated or or they found cures for COVID, you know, so that we can all travel and taste the lovely foods all over the world and the lovely beers. Yeah. Well, and we we can also um like I've I've lived in Canada. I've lived in Ireland and a lot of times I've actually found that because it's easy for me to go somewhere I really don't value it so I I don't really care that I could just go down the road to Wicklow Wolf or you know wherever it might be and just enjoy my own little local terroir but like as I get older I'm like this is really cool this is right here it's on my doorstep I can just go like an hour or less or you know a couple hours and I can have like all of this stuff. And if people are willing to to drive and stick stuff on a lorry, it can come to me. And then I can dream of places. And one day, you know, I might meet some from one, someone from there. Or, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that sticking stuff in a can and putting it on a lorry is not the same as having it from it on draft. Yes. Mm. I will agree to that. Because I we got takeaway pints for my birthday during the week, and unfortunately, there's no real craft place within my 5k, mm-hmm. so uh, I went for generic European brewery beer. You can figure it out, <laughs> <laughs> but it tasted, just because That's it was cool. from tap, it tasted so much, it tasted so good, you know. Mm. Was it a Guinness? <laughs> it's gonna be no. so sweet, it was It'll a lager. Be... Oh, okay. So was a lager it was lovely you know what there's i'm i'm not sure how what would you guys put with a lager i'm i do i can give you the answer oh go for it a pale lager 
medium high carbonation malt taste light body dry finish should be paired with chicken salads salmon and fried food like now that i hear like i would have never thought to put fried food with a light lager but that makes sense Mm. because it's like heavy and like fried and most of the time it's light batter so i guess the light batter i would never have thought to put beer with a salad Mm, on a hot day that might be both very yeah. nice outside mm. uh, i blonde... think it could depend on the dressing on the salad as mm, well yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a blonde ale grilled seafood mm. cob salad <laughs> lighter mac and cheese and fried chicken lighter mac and cheese <laughs> i've never had That's mac so... and cheese and i've <gasps> never had and i've never had poutine you haven't well, had proper mac and cheese. When you come to America, let me know. I'll, well, I lived in the, I lived in the states before, oh, but okay. we never had it. I don't know. It's so good. There was a time that craft uh, dinner came in my suitcase. I know I said this before, but and now I'm I'm totally over it because I can make a way better baked mac and cheese with like all the oh, crusty. I, I did do that oh. when I lived in Ireland, and I went home for Thanksgiving. I did buy some craft because it was just like a little comfort food of home and it I is made something it. you do for your first and the while. whatever serving is on the box is not accurate you eat the whole box that's your serving like that's yeah. kind of how craft macaroni and cheese goes it's like yes, the box has is. three servings it's all yeah, me no. really one <laughs> serving unless there are two of you in which case yeah. get two boxes <laughs> exactly <laughs> One one box per person. Yeah, or like a grilled cheese yeah. and half a box or something. But they're saying with a stout, you should do beef, barbecue ribs, a, like a bacon blue burger and like onion ring. So like the heavier, I guess it's the same with wine. Like the heavier meats, you want a darker beer. The lighter meats, you want to go with a lighter beer. Mm. Yep. So it's kind of following the same rule of if it's chicken light beer if it's beef amber ale irish red ale those all sound like delicious brown ales go that way so that sounds like that's the general rule which makes sense and like in everything don't like (laughs) drink what you love oh yeah drink what you love but like just as like a general rule like but if you're looking to explore well, yeah. Then you can try and use like the color wheel of oh. <laughs> <laughs> a, a beer. <laughs> Is there a color wheel of flavor? Like, I mean, like there a, has to be a flavor wheel. So, I mean, Nostra really tried to make one out of all of the regional kind of, you know, like tomato, garlic, or you know, tomato, garlic, oregano, like the the these flavors, the those flavors, and and try and allow you to to it is kind of it does kind of make like a wheel or a yeah pie chart but I, I guess like flavor a flavor wheel because every country every region every state within a country is so different yeah like with what flavors they use I feel like but mm. it's it's like things like salt and vinegar kind mm-hmm. of go go well together yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering, are they beside each would they be beside each other? Or would they be opposite each other? Yeah. I don't know. Well, usually you can pick like pick a veg herb, 
array and like pick a fats array and pick like a vinegar and an acetic or or other kind of acidy thing or a citric acidy thing right so you've got your your i'm i'm just totally leaning on samin nasret's uh salt fat acid heat like mm. pick a salt yeah it's a sea salt or a kosher salt or a whatever you know pick a an acid pick a fat or several like put the butter and the olive oil into the <gasps> you into rebel the bean. oh no this is this is wonderful i tell you you haven't lived <laughs> the butter and the olive oil in this bag ball this is where it's at and the umami flavor like um if you want to throw a little bit um into like a a soup like a vegetable soup of uh like seaweed for umami or um some just a little tiny spoon of marmite i'm not into marmite yet i'm still on my journey i can't quite because it's just oh but you know for a bit of umami or a bit of uh what's the fermented soybean thing uh edamames no um after that once they've been in a vat for a long time oh i have no idea (laughs) google it real quick you you make it into a soup and it's miso (laughs) (laughs) miso miso in there I can poor listeners. I'm sorry. You're out for a jog being like, Miso, Bean, come on, you can do this. Lols. Um yeah. It's like when you're yelling at Wheel of Fortune. It's this. <laughs> it has to be in the form of a question. This is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, many lols. We get there in the end. So yep. have we things to say before the end? I found um on Twitter, um, I follow uh at Pints and Panels, which is a, okay. a female illustrator who il- illustrates beers, and uh, she has lots of um, flavor interactions. Mm. And they're really, really, really nice illustrations. She's she's made. I have no idea who she is. I am not affiliated with this person in any way, shape, or form. I just thought it was they were really nice illustrations. So she is like malt flavors, like go well with a cheese sandwich. Um, you know, it's and the illustrations are really, really nice. Um, so if anyone wants to look that person what, uh, on Twitter. Well, like what you say about like beer and like what beer goes good with a cheese sandwich or well a cheese sandwich. So she's saying complimentary toasted and caramelized flavors go well together in a variety of food. Okay. So like oh. a, a smittix or a that kind of multi. Yeah, and then um, you were talking about a curry and a red ale. So uh, she has rec- So she says some beer traits help refresh the palate by lifting, cleansing, or removing rich or fatty flavors. Common cutting beer traits include carbonation, sourness, bitterness. Mm. Um, and she would uh, pair a spicy curry with a sweet beer such as a Doppelbock. Okay, yeah, I would do that. Okay. That's no problem for me. I actually Yum. think. Oh, and then uh, savory dishes use bitter beer styles to cut mm. down on umami, pilsner, and miso ramen would be a, a mm. so pilsner and miso ramen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that yeah, kind of like makes I can sense. eat all these things. <laughs> you can <laughs> eat and drink all these things. Oh, I really would. And they're saying for a steak, uh, a Belgian triple. Oh. Which is not very you because uh, you were saying 
the 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 redder like the heavier the food right the darker the beer but this a triple can be quite well that's what light the, in color i suppose but telling me but i guess that but yeah but it's a triple so like it's a little bit yeah. more so yeah so um there's a there's a there's a large variety of oh what's this one a salad with an american blonde ale yeah but i wouldn't eat a salad i'm curious like who would eat a salad with a, who with a citrus beer? citrus salad dressing she okay said. But I don't know. I just like. I don't know. If I'm eating a salad, I'd probably like get a glass of wine or something like light. I don't know if I'd grab a beer. Oh, well, here I have a beer with everything. So, you know. <laughs> beer with a bowl of Frosties. You can't go wrong, mm. right? There you go. <laughs> what would you pair with a bowl of Frosties? Just a. Uh... Ooh. <laughs> In reality, um, <laughs> I was just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't actually have beer for breakfast. My children are well, safe in my hand. If you really wanted to, what would you pair? Beer with muesli. With Frosties. See, I would have Frosties with milk. Mm-hmm. And I would probably have it with um, low-fat milk, which would be 2% in the US, right? Or 1.5, what do you call it? Uh, 4% is whole, right? I don't know. I can't touch that stuff anymore. Uh, oh. Skim milk is like it has no fat at all in it. It's terrible. Skim no, is the worst. It. It's like water. It's water. Yeah. It's white water. Uh, 2% has like some fat in it. That's yeah. about as yeah, fatty as milk gets. So, right? And there exists one. Well, I get, it goes skim, 2%, and then it whole. whole. Oh, really? So We've got I, 1%. I swear. I I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's 1%. But I don't buy it, so I don't pay attention to it. <laughs> so I, I grew up on a farm where we would have unpasteurized milk all the time. And I used to hate it if we ran out of milk in the morning because then we would have to get it from, if my parents were at milk, a very small farm. I'm talking like 15 to 20 cows. We're not talking like, um, you know, Dallas, yeah. with a, a ranch. You know, Texas ranchers. Um, we used to hate that because it would be still warm from the cow. Oh my God, mm. there's nothing more disgusting. So my mm. milk has to be cold, mm. and I don't like it really whole because I just think you can still taste like the grass and the cow and stuff on it. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, two percent milk. So what would go well with two percent? With like milk, frosted flakes, like a maybe like a light. What a hefeweizen, maybe or a whip. Maybe. Mm. And here, I somebody try this and let us know. At the start of the day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe like well, what light. if you were having it as like a midnight snack? Oh, as like there are so way. many students. If I'm out drinking there. as a midnight snack, I'm, or if I'm eating as a midnight snack, I'm already wasted. So by that <laughs> way, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever's available, whatever's within reach. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. Well, it, what do you pair with you? What beer would you pair with your breakfast cereal? I think this is a question that like we a lighter yeah. beer. I think like every every wit. person needs to answer this for themselves. Or like a pilsner, <laughs> like something light. And would it be different if it was like a hot Weetabix? Oh yeah, of course it would. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah, yeah, that would the savory well, Weetabix. Weetabix for people that aren't in oh, Ireland yeah, is better. like a it's like a Wheaties. I would say. I don't know what we do. Are, so. <laughs> I'm going to trust your judgment. Yeah. 
They look like little hay bales. Yeah. yeah. In your cereal yeah, bowl. similar to Wheaties. That's what I would, I don't know, Bean. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I feel like that's the closest. I feel like Canada probably had some form of Wheaties. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, there was there was Wheaties and Wheat of Picks and oh, probably see, generic don't... things also. Yeah. And also I don't... I don't really think that that is a it's a real question anyway that we're <laughs> really answering like <laughs> Oh well, no! It's, it's a hypothetical fun. question. It's, it's a hypothetical. Although, yeah, nothing like a refreshing beer to start the day. As long as you're not going to be. Hey, I am. Operating it's nine o'clock here, harvester. It's nine o'clock here. I had oatmeal, and now I'm drinking a wheat beer. So there you go. And so it was the perfect pairing. Exactly. For the perfect day. The thing is, do you make your oatmeal with milk or water? Milk. Oh. Okay. Make yeah. It with water. You're oh, in my I've campus. Some that. people make it with water. Well, That's I gross. Do because oh, you sometimes do? I don't have milk. It, I don't care. I'll sometimes go buy milk. Sometimes I don't milk. have beer, so I have to use uh, water. <laughs> I, like, I hate hot chocolate with water. I have to make mm, yeah, my hot chocolate with milk. Mm. Like, and then put a little Baileys or something in there. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yes. Do you know, oat milk is good with oatmeal if you run out of milk, but you still have, like, a carton right. of oat But milk. you need some sort of, like milk whether it be almond milk i've had almond milk oatmeal that's not you need something thicker than water in my opinion it is delicious and creamy when you find a a bit of extra creaminess for your oatmeal but it is possible to make oats with just i know it is (laughs) and salt and you can throw an egg in there and some salt and pepper and make it all ready to pair with the delicious beer and then you're set for the day. <laughs> Katie's like, this no. Is terrible. <laughs> my face is like, oh my God. <laughs> Salt and pepper and an egg in your oatmeal. It's like, okay, you're never coming to my house. <laughs> for, not for breakfast anyway. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe someday. I'll be allowed in the garden, but I won't be allowed to come in with my bad beer oh, pairings. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, 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 I've, I've plans for my garden. So. Mm. Now that I have my Wi-Fi extender and I can watch TV. Out the back. So, um, folks, is there anything else that we burning uh, no. ear pairings that we need to try and distract people with? No, when they I think may have found what they like already, but they want to branch out. All right. Well, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think I'm hungry. I'm ready for some yep. whatever Food. time of the day meal <laughs> this might be. And thank you for your time. And yeah, thank you for your attention. Thanks for joining us. Um, everybody, we can be found on Twitter at Beer Ladies Pod, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Beer Ladies Podcast. Come on over, say hi. Got the website. We'll be we'll be here and we'll come back next week and till then. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. See ya. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters, because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.